for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Hello and welcome to episode <laughs> 96. <laughs> Why? The people have no context right. why you're just attacking me in the intro, very professionally done, of our show. Isaac, go we on. had everything set up, uh-huh. ready to go. We've done the We've tests. got a hell of a show ready for Naturally. you. People get that. He had his fingers on the keyboard above yeah. Control R, yeah. ready to record. I said, what episode is it? He said, 96. I said, off you go then, because even episodes yeah. are Isaac's to do the introduction. Because I'm even in Declan's odd. That's me. And he, as soon as I said this, paused. Mm-hmm. He to took his fingers it. away from the keyboard and thought and said, "Hmm, how, how shall I? I do the intro? Because it's been a while since I've it has to be changed it up. It has to be authentic and true to the moment." And I realised that what was true to that and a minute moment, later he did exactly the same, same as, as he'd normal. always done. Yeah, but that's what was you know. I'm not going to stop gonna fake wasting it. all our time. Welcome back, guys. I'm Isaac. That's Declan over there, and you're joining us for you know. The classic Sunday episode that we've been doing for weeks now. No, but the thing is, is that they're not. Why? Because we've changed it up again. We've basically got content. Come on, you can't keep this. Is this this is the new task, right? We've got content coming out of our ear holes. You can't just pinball people around with content this week. No content. It's it's like a content nosebleed. You just can't stop it. You Lean can't back stop all a, you do want. Do you think you can't stop a nosebleed? Not unless it really wants to. Wow, okay. Maybe. Is that medical advice you're giving out to all yeah. listeners on the Look, show? I'm just not, best it's not of advice. Life. I'm just saying, if it doesn't want to be stopped, it won't be. Okay, Don't enough. believe any of this lean backs, you know. You're supposed to lean forward, tissue up, you know. Yeah, I know, but so it doesn't go to people like me with the moustache, that just, Straight. you've got a blood-stained moustache. That can be a good look, though, because people think, wow. Wonder what he's been He's been eating. in a fight. <laughs> so yeah, we've got a Sunday episode tinged with novelty this week because Declan apparently, unbeknownst to the rest of us, me included, has prepared what he's called half a feature. I haven't prepared. Has encountered what he's called half a feature. Not really a feature. Do you want to launch with it or do we launch with other things? Because I've got a, a discussion point. Come in with a discussion point. We'll come in yeah, with this sorry later. Sorry about that knock of the microphone wow, there. Twice hell. I did it. That would be a horrid noise for you to listen 6.2 to. 6.2 on the Richter scale. This comes from an email that we were sent on the 25th of June. It was 4.19pm. What were you doing yourself? Uh, <clears throat> I played the fifth. Okay, well, that makes you sound like a criminal. <clears throat> well, that's fine. The title of it is enigmatic. As enigmatic, really, as the content itself. And the title, as you will remember, is the one word, all caps, phrase. Oh. Petscop. P-E-T. Scop, S-C-O-P. And it comes from our big contributor pal, Joe D'Angelo. In the search for content, he... And also real-life pal. Yeah, they were all separate things. He's a big contributor. He's a contributor pal. He's a big contributor pal. He's a big pal. Yep. All of those words apply to my image of Dan. That's how I file him in my head. In the search for content, he says, I would like to point you to Petscop, comma, the haunted video game. <laughs> I won't say much, just read this article which he's linked us to and which I in turn will link you to. And head to our pets cop on Reddit. The mystery, says Danj, is waiting to be solved. So I didn't look into it straight away and it had been, I think, a couple of days before I was reminded of, oh, that sounds enigmatic. And I had a read of the article and it was a confusing read. As I say, I'll link to it and I do recommend you have a look. It tells the story of a PlayStation 1 game 
being demonstrated on YouTube in a kind of let's play style by a guy who may or may not be called Paul, who may or may not be alive currently or indeed real at all. And he plays in 13 videos, maybe spanning, oh, good, a car alarm, about, what, two hours of total content, would you say? Probably a bit more. Yeah, a bit maybe, more, maybe. maybe yeah. One of the, the longest is half an hour, isn't it? But the shortest is like two minutes. But the rest are all like 10 minutes yeah. long, at least, I'd say. In that span, he takes us through 13 snippets of a game called... Sorry, can I just say 13 of... And I'm just going to put in, I'm just going to insert, you know, when your teacher does the little like arrow. Yeah. And they're like, you missed out this phrase. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 13 of the most haunted. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Of I the most haunted. Snippets of. Of um, uh, what appears to be superficially an unfinished PlayStation 1 game that no one's ever heard of. Sorry, an unfinished. Haunted. haunted. Yeah, again, yeah. you keep pulling me I'm just going to let you know, haunted. yeah. And so I was immediately taken by it and I watched the first couple of episodes before haunted spooky episodes the first one proceeds fairly normally and it's um normally brackets terrifyingly normally in hindsight (laughs) the haunting was already happening and it was really my bad that i didn't pick up on the vibes yeah uh earlier but when you watch it for the first time the video seems like a fairly standard if weirdly popular because it has like a million views now Mm. it's been out for about a year and a bit uh let's play of a game no one's ever heard of and it's a sort of weird, uh, ostensibly like a collecting pets-based game that just not, has not not pets in not the pets tone in that the you would understand. Like, oh, do you have any pets? Oh, yeah, look, let's a go a grab a chinchilla. <laughs> Horrid. A one-legged birth. That's a little foreshadowing there. Wow. <clears throat> so a the game rebirth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It starts off with only a vague sense of unease. And it's a bit like, ha look at this weird unfinished game. One of the things I'd like to throw in at this point mm-hmm. um, is that, <clears throat> like, what reading I have done about this. Um, because obviously, like, the main the main question, I suppose, with anything like this is, is this a real unfinished PlayStation 1 game? Or is this a fake unfinished PlayStation 1 game uh-huh. that someone But I didn't created, have that question for a while. Avenging. Because really? the first one is plausible, I think, yeah. because nothing that weird happens. No, 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 I recognise. But in hindsight, but, of course. Yeah, but what um, what I've found in my readings that obviously, like, the overriding assumption would be that it is not. That it's a web series. That, yes, but that um, a lot of what i found is comments from people who make such things yeah. saying that it's the most unfathomably accurate recreation yeah. of play, not just PlayStation one graphics, but quality mm-hmm. gameplay, um, like visual artifacts of style, typefaces, and things. typefaces and like sound, limitations that the console had. just literally everything. Yeah. I like, I, I read a comment from a guy who went through <laughs> everything yeah. like he makes these things like for a living essentially and he went through a lot of things that i i can just about grasp mm. in terms of recreation of graphics and, and a game but was like if if it's not it's just the best one yeah it's just incredibly is. well done because what happens is as you might have guessed it gets gradually more and more spooky the first real spook comes in the form of um he's been left when this game has been delivered to Paul in a fairly enigmatic way that we don't get much detail about, there's a note about some kind of like code you could put in, like a cheat. 
and some steps to become, I believe, quote, the spooky shadow monster, something like that. Yes. Something horrid in that vein. And shadow monster man. Shadow monster man, yeah. Even better. <laughs> and so he executes this first step and then it takes a real turn. But in a kind of like, oh, it might be like an Easter egg. Easter Ooh. eggs are always a bit scary. And I always find the stories about like the original Easter egg where someone made like a hidden room in, I can't remember what the game is, Quest or something? Or Adventure? Maybe it's called Adventure. You had to like transport a pixel which no one knew you could do to a specific room and put it in a certain place and then go somewhere else. And then you're in a room that just had like the designer's name. And that was it. There's something kind of haunting about people shouting through the dead medium of a game. Hmm. And that is played on very well by a bunch of these ARG-esque things, but this one just does it to a whole new level. Yeah. And I do recommend sitting down to watch all of it. I'm, I think we should dive into the most horrific kind of real life connotations of it just to kind of ground you in how just to give a nice cheery set up to my little feature that yeah. I've got later so there are lots of references um, to a person called Candace Newmaker well yeah the only real one that you get is that there's a one of the scare quotes pets uh-huh. it's called Randis <laughs> and the only other real reference that you get beyond elements that relate to the story is that you are called, you are potentially called a new maker. Yeah, your character is new maker, is new and you're maker. in a place called the new, new maker, maker plane. plane. And there are also these sort of oblique references to birth. Yeah, that's what I was about with. And like, there's like a backwards scribble on a wall that's like, "Do you remember being born?" And then there's something else about rebirth. Yeah, you can be pushed beyond remembering rebirth and yeah. whatnot. Or, or, you know, classic, like, PlayStation 1 vibes. You remember Yeah. <laughs> I think Crash Bandicoot had a similar... Yeah, I, you remember Spyro 3, Year of the Dragon. You meet that Yeti, and he's, and he's like, like, I was reborn. <laughs> weird, weird tangent it took. Um, so people have developed, in the way that only the internet does, this 84-page living document that it's is both a history madness. of the facts and also documentation of the theories associated with like what's going on with Petscop because it all remains very enigmatic. The last one was released three months ago or something. Mm. So we kind of might be due for another one soon. Can I jump in? This is a, a, a generally related, okay. um, but tech question. Yes. See, when I went into this document, yes, um, I wasn't the only person reading it at the, at the time as well. You wouldn't have been. I'm sh- and, I know where you're going with and this. And everyone, it, you know, it says about the other readers uh-huh. and they were all there as anonymous and then Fox. animal. Yeah. yeah. Anonymous raccoon. And I was like, oh, I wonder what I am. But then I clicked on my icon and the only thing it said was that like, I'm Declan Delane with my email address <laughs> underneath. So, I just want to confirm <laughs> that the government knows you spend all your time reading Petscop yeah. manuals. What I want to know is, uh, to you reading that document, is it, wow, Anonymous Otter, Anonymous Declan Fox, Delane. Declan Delane, <laughs> Colin Anon- North London, Anonymous Elmo. <laughs> yeah, no, you would have been anonymized oh, as well. Thank Maybe. Oh, thanks, fuck. This document is like incredibly detailed. I read through all of it in about two hours while I was like, eating yeah, and doing I finished stuff. it like yesterday. And it has um, blow by blow of pretty much every episode that's been released alongside external research that's been done into things like they have different theories accounting for a unified view of the whole thing, like colour theory, where they reckon that each character is represented by different colours. 
And so when text changes, it tells you who's speaking. All these things about like point of view, like different characters might see each other differently. Yeah. It's all very confusing. The most horrific part, however, relates to the, the real life person that was Candace Newmaker, who was a 10 year old girl. I'm going to read you just a bit from the Wikipedia. <clears throat> Candace and Jean Newmaker. No, Candace is basically, I'll fill you in. Candace was, um, I think in like social care, little girl, which was about five or something, and was adopted by someone called Jean Newmaker. This is in America, and she was born in 1989, so it's not that long ago. Um, the section on Wikipedia that is the most problematic is called Attachment Therapy and Candace's Death. This was, I like, I just want to make this clear. This was 2000? Yeah. This was this wasn't like the this wasn't the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. This was this was literally same year as the Sydney Olympics were going yeah. on. Candace and Jean Newmaker, her adopted mother, travelled to Evergreen, Colorado, which is a horribly like upbeat sounding name. In April two thousand, it's so appallingly American, yeah. isn't it? Could For be a seven thousand dollar two week quote intensive session of attachment therapy with Connell Watkins upon a referral from a licensed psychologist in North Carolina. Um, skip that bit. Following the script for that day's treatment, Candace was wrapped in a flannel sheet and covered with pillows to simulate a womb or birth canal and was told her f- to fight her way out of it. Um, I- I'm, I'm going to go ahead. And uh-huh. I know it's not our deal, yeah. but I'm going to throw in a content warning oh, yeah. here. Uh, it's quite horrid. Uh, child I mean, death. Well, child death, like excretion, Oh yeah, but I was going to skip through those bits. Oh, but I mean, just yeah, it's horrid. If you don't like horrid things, this is one of them. Skip about. Skip till you hear Declan's feature. Okay, yeah. Um, I was told to fight her way out of it with the apparent expectation that the experience would help her quote attach to her adoptive mother. Four of the adults, weighing a combined total of six hundred and seventy-three pounds, used their hands and feet to push on Candace's head, chest, and seventy-pound body to resist her attempts to free herself. While she complained, pleaded, and even screamed for help and air, unable to escape from the sheet, Candace stated eleven times during the session that she was dying. To which Ponder responded, "You want to die? Okay, then die. Go ahead, die right now." Twenty minutes into the session, Candace had vomited inside the sheet, and she was nonetheless kept restrained within. Forty minutes into the session, Jean asked Candace, "Baby, do you want to be born?" Candace faintly responded, "No," and this would ultimately be her last word. To this, Ponder replied, quitter, 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 quit, 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 quit. She's a quitter. Jean Newmaker, who said later she felt rejected by Candace's ability to be reborn, was asked to leave the room in order for Candace not to, quote, pick up on Jean's sorrow. Um, eventually, they, you know, she's been still for a while. I wonder why. Mm. And um, Spoilers. Yeah. Paramedics are called. They surmise that she'd been unconscious. Oh, my my favourite bit is when the paramedics arrive, the therapists tell the paramedics, seemingly forgetting that they'd been recording the whole thing on video, that, oh, we just left her alone for five minutes during an attachment therapy session, came back, she'd shit herself, vomited, and wasn't breathing in the middle of all of these sheets. Upon, also, I missed out this bit, upon... um, after talking for five minutes, they unwrapped Candace and found that she was motionless. Upon seeing this, Watkins declared, oh, there she is. She's sleeping in her vomit. Yep. Like, that is the, the, the parlance most of an absolute psychopath. psychopath. Yeah. Just, oh, there she is. Like, well, this is so someone who strange. tried everything they could to kill a kid. The entire 70 minutes of the fatal session, as well as 10 hours of other sessions from the preceding days, had been videotaped as a matter of course. All the videos were shown at the trial. So the 
good news, I suppose, relatively speaking, is that they were both convicted of reckless child abuse resulting in death, received 16-year prison sentence. It doesn't sound Not like ages. anywhere really near enough. And what uh, the game is trying to say about that is very much unclear, but it really let me doesn't tell you... doesn't feel like it's saying it was positive. good. It doesn't feel like it's saying it was good, that the game itself is good. It certainly... It doesn't really handle it frivolously either. There's a real, like, weight to everything oh, it's talking about. Oh, absolutely. Like, that's, that's what's, what's haunting. Of, that's also what makes it different from a lot of these, like, some kid has drawn, like, some fake game thing on Newgrounds and then pretends there's a ghost in it. There's a real, like, gravitas to what's going on with it that they could still fuck away, depending on how they handle the rest. Yeah. But at the moment, it kind of feels like an actual artistic attempt to draw attention to something I'd never heard of. No. And was frankly, like you say, like baffled that that was so recent. Yeah. That people had, like, that seemed to be a thing you could pay for as a service. Like, oh yeah, that's fine. We'll just hold down the kid. Even, that as a mother, mm. you could watch someone do that and be like, Oh, I mean, there's a sentence in there where it's like, Jean Newmaker um, said afterwards that she felt offended mm. by her daughter's reluctance to be reborn. It's like, she wasn't reluctant to be she reborn. Was she was dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, she was literally dead in a pile of sheets you were sitting on. Yeah. So it's very strange. And it uh, sort of, upon learning about that element, you revisit it mentally or indeed i've now watched it again literally of course with, yeah, <laughs> same. a few times yeah. and it just has this very strange um somber vibe that you don't really get with other media Most so much. comedy podcasts well yeah that as well but just i think it's quite impressive to be able to make extraordinary something that is like even if we accept the conceit it's a video of a guy playing a game and all of a sudden it's taken on like a whole new avenue where it's trying to kind of have a point i think that's quite none of it's impressive. like none of it is cumbersomely or um you know cack-handedly done no it's very like it, it doesn't <laughs> it, it in fact the exact opposite it reveals these things to you but in a very kind of obscurantist way doesn't mm. it like it's not handing everything to you it's not going oh what about candace newmaker huh that yeah. was a shame that we might. Yeah. <laughs> it's That's the name of it, the show. it's like little things like drip fed to you that you yeah. that you want to explore because um, frankly you were terrified by them. Yeah. So I mean, check it out if you feel up to it. It's interesting watching, and if you don't feel up to, it, I would still recommend reading either the Eurogamer article or I'll link to as well. And the New Yorker did a piece on it that was quite interesting, but it's it's now about a year old, so it's a little outdated, right. but still worth a read. So there we go. That's Pets Cop. Thanks for bringing that into our lives. What I love Dan most Lynch. about this is that Dan's brought this into our lives, but he hadn't seen yeah. any of it. <laughs> and then, and then very worried. And then I, I, he came round to um, like see us. I, I cooked us some dinner, and then we went to the pub quiz. Uh-huh. Came back, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I haven't seen." It. I went, "Well, you have to watch it." And he went, "Oh okay." And we watched the first ten of thirteen. Yeah. And he was so unfathomably afraid of it <laughs> that the next day he just messaged us saying, well, I've been having pet cop nightmares. <laughs> Everyone has. Didn't your girlfriend have a nightmare that there'd been some development yeah. in it? Or well, something? yeah. So, yeah. She, like a meta th- It was that night because she'd been terrified. We watched the first three. Yeah. Which are scary, but they're not 
In a way, I find them the most upsetting because it's it's the premonition of unease. And it's the most... It's the most normal in yeah. a sense. So the things that are odd seem odder. Yeah. But they're not like. They're not explicitly creepy. It's not no. like watching a horror film. And by like number five, she was kind of clutching me, not looking at the screen. And we took a break. And I was like, maybe you should go to bed because we are going to watch the rest. <laughs> and she was like, no, I'll, I'll, I'll feel better if I watch them all. Conquer it. W- watched nearly all, fell asleep during the last one, yeah. came to bed, got into bed. I was just on my laptop reading the document. The Pets Cop doc. And in a weird turn of events, it wasn't me waking up shouting. Ah, she woke up and was like, huh, what's wrong? And I, and I was just sat watching, <laughs> like, I think I had a, a Hearthstone video at the time. And I was like, well, what is wrong? <laughs> so I thought you were shout, And it turned out that she had a nightmare that Pets Cop was on the screen that I was watching it on our television yeah. in our room and something had happened in it and I'd gone <laughs> why'd you become a Romanian cartoon yeah, character yeah well I can't, can't say maybe that's just how she sees me well that's what I yeah. she's in the bath so she's probably listening to all of it nodding along yeah. yes that is how I see him yes just like the count in Sesame Street that's Pets Comp for you smashing a feature well friend uh huh you Just know what? Friend. I'm going to go ahead and say. More than one I'm going to go ahead and episode. say, I uh, I've just had a message mm-hmm. from my girlfriend that says I am and I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> no friend. I'm going to say family member, brother oh. of the show. Okay, and comped super comped. Yeah, kangaroo. Oh yeah, we've been in touch with them a bit this week. We have indeed. But today on the old tweetosphere. I've been there. He introduced me to something that seems to be a trend that's otherwise passed me by called hashtag Disney 4. Disney 4? Yes. Okay. Four and what as it in is. Like the number 4? As in the number 4. What's it for? Or 4 uh, The number 4, but written as the word. Okay. Um, wow. And what it is, is four Disney characters. Okay. Four images of Disney characters who you feel embody. Who you are. Okay. Or, as I've seen other people on Twitter describe it as four big moods to which you relate from Disney characters. Yeah. And Kangaroo, I hope he doesn't mind me sharing it. He's put it on the old Twitter, so I assume not. Has gone for quite a cool set, quite an interesting set. Okay. Uh, He's gone for Zazu. Oh, Zazu. Big fan of Zazu. The sort of toucan. The the bluecan. Is that that the remake of Zazu with... That racist somehow. What did you say? The bluecan. The (laughs) bluecan. Who's doing Zazu in the new live action one? Do you remember? Oh, it's probably... They're probably getting Rowan Atkin. No. Oh, no, wait. Hang on a minute. He was busy or something. John Oliver. Oh, so is it that Zazu? Or is it... No, it is the Rowan Atkinson. It's the good, not horrid. Imagine getting John Oliver. Let's not talk about it. It's too upset. I've only got expletives (laughs) to say. He's gone for Zazu. Okay. He's gone for someone... So hang on, let's unpack what that means first of all. Hang on a minute. Let me go through the four. Okay, okay. And we can unpack. He's gone for someone called Dipper Pines. Oh. Who is a Uh cap-wearing, I think, child from... Uh, what I think is a Disney TV series called oh. uh, Gravity Falls. Oh, yeah, I've heard of Gravity Falls. Yeah, I haven't this seen is it. the picture. Okay. I recognise the artwork. It's got a cool hat, that's for a sure. A very cool hat. 
He's gone for, and you're going to love this because I certainly did. He's gone for Rabbit from Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> and what great. a picture it is. What about the fact that Peter Capaldi is going to be I'm Rabbit so in the film? excited. That film looks like the best thing ever made, even though Ewan McGregor's in it. And he's gone for Childhood Randall from Monsters <laughs> University. Oh, that's a great one. <laughs> the glasses. Is such a great character. It's such it? an amazing idea. It is. Um, and I, like, I've tried my best to think as little as possible about what any of this means as a whole. But all I know is that I am warmed of heart. <laughs> yeah, that's a great combination. By this collection of, of images, if, even if I knew nothing of the characters. I like, um, because Zazu, he's quite self-assured, isn't he? He's sassy. He's a position of authority, Zazu. He's not the, the authority, but goodness, he's... Uh, no, he's not the Lion King. No, well, no. But he's, the, he's like the bird ambassador. The, yeah, that's his the original, <laughs> The original idea. Lion King 6. The bird envoy. The bird Wow. That would be scraping the barrel. Beyond the bottom. So Zazu's got with him a kind of... Uh, like I say, an authority, a self-assurance. He's sassy, isn't he, Zazu, a bit? He is. He's not afraid to speak his mind to that no. Simba. He's like, I think it's time that you and I, something a heart to heart. Mm. What is it? What's the missing word? No, I'm not going to help think It's time afraid. that you and I arranged a there heart we to go. heart. And Simba, of course, replies, well, Zazu, he says, well, bird ambassador, kings, kings don't, don't need, need advice, advice from, from little, little hornbills for, for a start. start. And Zazu... A weaker bird would have died on the spot as a result of that kind of clapback. But he doesn't. All he, he does doesn't. is go over a waterfall. And that is cool, whichever way you look at it. Yeah. Little child Randall has what I would call a propensity for good at his core, doesn't he? Yeah. And you can see that... There's talent. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of talent. He's a, he's a great scarer. I think that... What Kangaroo's saying is, uh-huh. you know, I think it's a little he can subtle turn hint. It's, it's like, well, maybe, like good, like all good kangaroos <laughs> can. Um, I think he's saying, like, you know, don't, don't mess, uh-huh. or I'll turn into Steve Buscemi. That's the thing. That's always a good threat to to wield. So I suppose what you're getting out of this Disney for is for us to kind of come up with four for ourselves or between us or something like that. I'm thinking for ourselves. I was gonna. S- I was thinking if we were going to do it as a real feature, it would be for each other. Uh, okay. Yeah, but should we do that on Wednesday then? That could be a Wednesday feature. You want to do that for Wednesday? Disney 4. We've got a cut with a Disney 4 for each I think, I think we should have a Disney 4 for ourselves yeah. and a Disney 4 for the other and see how well they line up. Okay. Are we going for... Um, it includes Pixar. includes all Disney property. Okay. If it's too obscure like Disney Channel, I won't know. I've never caught I, up I, with I, I won't Like, if be you say I'm Hannah Montana, I'll just nod and be like, cool. And I You're Cody from The Sweet Life of oh, Zack and yeah. Cody. No, I Love don't know any guy. of that bullshit either, so okay. I, I won't be I won't be partaking. Okay, well, let's do that. That's You heard it here You're first, doing a little guys. shake on that? Wednesday. We're doing a Disney 4. <sighs> Tune in. Um, we've got, I think we, we'll make it a shorter one today because there's football on. So there is, yeah. We've got another email to get through as well. Bit of shame, man. And a bit more as well. Have we? What's the bit more? Uh, oh, God. It begins with you a remember. R and it rhymes with Kavu. Oh, a teaser. There it is. That's for you to mull over. Backlog is the subject line from Mark Superconstructfold. Isaac and Declan, I have to admit to suffering a bit of a podcast log jam. 
which is, I don't think those two words have ever been next to each other in a sentence before. They're arriving in my podcast app of choice, Overcast, if you're asking, faster than I can listen to them. Normally I have the balance about right and I've managed my subscriptions to provide me with enough content for a normal week. However, at the moment you have gifted me with so many additional episodes, which of course is great, he hastens to add. Also, I'm finding the World Cup to be a major time drain, not only listening to the games, but also some of the many World Cup podcasts out there. My son finds it so old school, says Mark, that I listen to the games on the radio, well, the match commentary on my phone. But I find this such an entertaining way to engage with the matches. It also means I can listen while I walk. Even when I can watch a match on the TV, if it's on BBC, I'll often make use of their great option to have the radio rather than TV commentary. I like football on the radio. I think it's fun. I This is where I've got a point in disagreement because I hate radio listening football. to football really? on the radio. I think it comes really of being a West Ham fan. Uh-huh. Uh, therefore, as a fan of a team, often losing. But there are several elements that I don't like. I, a, I hate not being able to see. B, I find radio football commentators really poor at understanding what the what audience... Is. Oh, what they can see. What little what the audience hear. have. Uh-huh. Because... It, let, let's take one of the more extreme examples, but somewhere where it still counts, is uh, something like a penalty. Yeah. They'll go, I don't know, let's say it's us. Mark Noble steps up, he strikes it! You hear, yeah! But you're like, well, whose fans are that? Is that the home? <laughs> is that, are those West Ham fans cheering that he's scored? Or are those the away fans cheering that it, it's been saved? And they just wait for way too long before going... And it's saved! <laughs> and you go, oh, for fuck's and sake, I've got... he's fallen over and got, sent off. Goodness me, he's picked up the ball, a stuck a knife off. into it, then into the ref. Screaming his name's Caliban. Hope you were able to hear all that. <laughs> you know, or, you know, and you go, he goes down in the box. <whistles> and that's right, it's given us a free kick against them, booked for <laughs> diving, away it goes, and you're like, well... Well, I and don't know any of this. You've got to, you've got to let me know. There is something inherently comedic about the the futility of trying to convey football yeah. or any sport, really. On yeah, exactly. And I think that's why I like it. I just I find it's, it if it's on in the background, I think it's a nice. I um I told I ha- or I I have had to tell all of um the I might have mentioned this before on the show all of the people that I tutor, uh-huh. particularly the boys, and particularly when I was tutoring the football academies oh, yeah. that. A game of football is by far uh-huh. the single worst choice for the subject of a story to try and write in 45 minutes because nothing you can say can convey uh-huh. the excitement of football on a page. Or just the speed, I suppose. Yeah. And if it could, it would just look like a total mess of It'd be of horrid. language. A great so, like, just or... don't do it. It's very common. Yeah. And also, well like, one of the things is that it's a it's a sport, perhaps more than any other. That's so uh, the commentary of which, which I mostly despise on the TV or the radio or uh-huh. really anywhere, is so like wrapped up in its own idiom and its own euphemisms uh-huh. that it just can't. There's no unique football commentary. It all sounds like exactly the same. You could probably overlay it on any game anywhere, and it wouldn't look too out of place. Yeah, you'd be like. Didn't know that was him, but all right, fair enough. So it, it's just so dull to yeah. write about. It's not terribly explanatory. But I, 
I I understand the kind of excitement of listening to it on the radio, but I have a it's an automatic uh, negative response because it normally doesn't work out in my favour. A further drain on my time, continues Mark, is that we are now in the middle of three consecutive Grand Prix. More radio commentary to follow. This is more out of necessity than choice due to the demise of the free-to-air coverage. I didn't know that. Did they not... Show. No, it's all like oh. Sky and Sky Sports. No, As unlike football, I do find F1 better to watch than listen to. I myself find F1 both dull to watch and to listen to. I'm not an F1 fan either, but I I lament with Mark the passage of the free to watch. Yeah, it was good coverage was because I have many a, a fond memory, though I had no interest at all. Mm. And while I also doubt that she knew what the fuck was going on of watching the Formula One on a Sunday oh, afternoon yeah. with my nan. <laughs> he would put it on, I think, more out of habit than knowledge, <laughs> interest, support. That, again, is quite a nice thing to have on in the background because there's a, there's a pleasant whizziness <laughs> to the, <laughs> the soundtrack. <laughs> and he's driven it. That's what they say. That's it. Like. They're, both, they're both driving. They're still in cars, Mark. Oh, so fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's, it's, it's same order as it was 40 laps ago, but still 51 <laughs> to go. <laughs> And the last thing, says Mark, is that all this week there is a jazz festival in Paris La Défense. Now this I am very jealous about. In fact, right outside our office. That's pretty cool. This provides two to three hours of music at lunchtime and again in the evening. That's sick. All this is to say that I'm running behind on listening to your fine podcast, but I will catch up. Now that's, Mark is a man of his word, isn't he? So when he says he will catch up, we're going to... We won't even have to hold him to it. But at least we know that he won't hear us slagging off Formula One for probably oh, yeah. a month. So at we least, can, yeah, we can hide and change our identities. <laughs> now, you may have caught a subtle allusion before, uh, just a few minutes ago, in fact, to a final feature, a kind of cap on the end of this fine episode. Are we doing this? Do you want me to do how to get in touch? Uh, yeah. Okay. Why don't you do that now? Yeah. Are oh, you want me to do that now? Yeah. Is that not what you were referring to? I think why don't you do how to get in touch, and then when we get to a certain part of the whole discussion oh, i'm gonna just jump back form. in you don't give the it con- away okay yeah, yeah no, no, i've I'll made some it. big updates it's okay. in blue now <laughs> okay so if you for you know for whatever reason yeah. i'm not leaning or hinting towards any of them no. i don't I, I, I couldn't possibly say what isaac's got prepared it seems to be something about the submission button for the contact form yeah. uh he's excited about it you probably won't be but uh-huh but uh, if you did want to get in touch for whatever reason, you could email us as the wonderful Mark Supercont Stratford did. And Dange. As did Dange, yep. Supercont, friend, family member. Big contributor pal. Uh, BCP. Sofa bed. Dweller. I was going to say dweller as well, yeah. My boss, from when I, he forwarded all his calls to me and I had to pick up the phone and say, hello, D'Angelo Management. Agent extraordinaire. Agent stars, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> You can email us, tas, T-A-S, at shame.city. Uh-huh. Alternatively, you could get in touch via the contact form on the website, shame.city slash contact. Yeah. I don't actually have anything more to say about that bit. Though. You, I think you've, you've got what we'd call the wrong end of the stick, oh. whereas I've got the right end. And you're probably holding a different end and not God, the one I'm intended. feeling so like a just stick keep holding fool. You should. Um, as well you ought. Well, I suppose you could get in touch via Twitter, okay? If, you're, if, you're, uh, if your thoughts are, you know, 
able to fit in uh-huh. a 280 character limit or you know if they're more in a in a thread mm. properly formatted we don't accept weird kind of like one out of two no, and then no. a random tweet two out no we don't do no, that no, no. you could get in touch with the show at that's a shame cast isaac at your isaac bd and you're at at de delane cool so you're at twitter section over so what's what else is that it's not Twitter. No, there's nothing about the Twitter either. That's staying very much as it is because it's doing so well. Why, um, why fix it if it is not yet broke? No, say. well, yeah. Uh, well, uh, well um, is it? Uh, is it? Oh, it must be a womit bomb. A word of mouth. Oh, word okay. of word. That's it. Taught me through because that. I'm going to see Emily. Uh-huh. Word of mouth is best of mouth, right? And what because of the mugs that she got us. Uh-huh. You know, word of, of mouth, in? tell a friend, tell a family member, tell an enemy, what, tell a foe. What could I have to kind of add on to that? I don't know. I'm just, that's way. why I'm so excited. Not that bit either. Um, well, there's only one thing left then, which is the Patreon. Oh. So Patreon, yeah, if you've I've got... shut it down. <laughs> oh, no, big... Guys, that was a big joke. No, okay, well, thank goodness. He'll, he'll get to the real news once I've finished pitching it, which is that... The Patreon is to be found at patreon.com slash shame city. There's so much extra content for as little as 50 cents an episode. What? On the 1st of July, 2018, as on the 1st of every month, it has been, you know, not depressing, but it's a bit like when you ask your uncle for a particular present. You're like, oh, uncle, I'd love... FIFA 15 on PlayStation 3 and he's like don't worry son, it was I'll a few years that. ago this wish yeah <laughs> and he says I'll, I'll get that for you Christmas comes a knocking Santa's at the door what's that on the floor it's a gift from and he's got uncle FIFA 2015 oh, no. the giant simulator that's so silly isn't it I was hilarious. I was thinking that it was more like um, I don't know if any other depressed uh-huh. hopeless romantics have ever done this uh-huh. but where you like you send a kind of a text to someone oh, yeah. and you really want a reply, but you don't want to hear whether or not you've got the reply because you're like, then it's so definite. You just want the hope. Okay. So you put your phone on site and you like throw it away and you try and get on with something else. And then you come back to your phone later, faux casually and you're like, Oh, oh better, well, might as well have a look. See, see if they've responded. And then you look up and, and there's nothing. minus one messages. They've actually deleted. They sent yours messages. back. <laughs> On the first of each month, I get an email from some service that I don't remember subscribing to that collects all our reviews. Mm -hmm. And when I say all of our reviews, I mean for the last six months, it's been, hey, Isaac, zero new reviews for that's a shame. (laughs) And then it always says like, thank you for trying the name of the service. Here's your digest of last month's podcast reviews for that's a shame. Zero. (laughs) And it's like, woo. That's the end usually. This time... One new <gasps> review. Here's the subject. Two lovers spouting into the void. Wow. Five stars. Woo! Keeping up the almost perfect five star average that we won't go into for now. No. The almost perfect five star average. He shouted to his girlfriend on the adjacent room. It's from Ollie from Down the Hall from UK. Do you remember Ollie from Down the Hall from UK? Ollie from Down the Hall from UK. I'm assuming Ollie from Down the Hall from halls in UK in university. And all that. And he actually left the review on June 7th. So this is an overdue reading. You just haven't been looking. No, but I only get it once a month. I can't go searching. With tenderness and passion, 
Isaac and Declan guide us through stories, anecdotes, and true crime drama aplenty. <laughs> Definitely worth a listen. Five stars. So there it is, guys. The hype train has begun. Thank you It's up to very you to much. continue it. Harpist, friend, yeah. patron, and super con. Absolutely. Ollie Wass. Very, very much appreciated. And like I say, he's passing on the torch now to the next generation of reviewers. And that's you at home. If you haven't left a review yet, head over to shame.city slash review or reviews where you can do just that. I've been Isaac. You've been. I've been Declan. I'll see you on on Wednesday. Bye, guys. Look for the bare necessities, simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife I mean the bare necessities Oh, Mother Nature's recipes That bring the bare necessities of life Wherever I wander Wherever I roam I could be found Some honey just for me The bare necessities of life Will come to you I'm